Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I'm Carol Howell, your host, and today we're going to talk about creating your reality. Well, now I'm not one of those people that thinks that you can think things into being. You can vow and declare that this is going to happen because God loves you and you're a good person. No, God loves you and you probably are a good person, but having good things happen to you simply because you are a good person, as a quote I read recently said, is like expecting the lion not to eat you because you are a vegetarian. And those two things don't go together. But we do create a good bit of our reality, and we do so by the way we live, the choices we make, the decisions we make, the things we do and the things we don't do, the things we eat and the things we don't eat, the exercises we do and the time we sit on our rear end not doing exercise, the people we interact with and the people we should not interact with, the influences we allow into our world and the influences that we ignore and the influences that we should ignore that we don't. We do have a great deal to do with creating our own reality. I was recently listening to an interview between Haley Thomas, who wrote Living Lively Through the Power of Plants, and Mr. John Robbins. And John Robbins said to her, You said that life doesn't happen to you. Rather, you happen to life. Well, you know, that just got my attention. I went, Oh, I feel a podcast coming out of this. She responded with, Well, I strongly believe in and have come to understand that we have the incredible power to create our reality, our immediate reality, but also the experiences that we have with others. And in being or existing in a victim mentality of kind of, oh, everything is happening to me, it makes us very disempowered and feel out of control. She says, I feel that we do co-create the experiences that we have in the collective and that we fully have autonomy over how we react to and respond to the situations that come into our lives. Boy, now, isn't that true? How you react to a situation. Now, I'm going to tell you, as you walk into your uh, care get to your loved one's apartment or their home who are in the very early stages of dementia and they still recognize you they can still go to the bathroom on their own they're just pleasantly confused but they are high functioning but they're pleasantly confused your response to that could be and I understand if it is oh my word my world's coming to an end mama has dementia we've just found this out She's going to forget this. She's not going to be able to do that. It's horrible today. This is just the worst. But if I take you to the home of someone whose mother is in late stage, who does not recognize them, who cannot verbalize their thoughts, who cannot feed themselves, they would look at your situation as, oh my goodness, you've got it so good. I've got it really bad, but you've got it really good. So what I'm trying to say, it, it much of life is brought about in our minds to be either good or bad. How you perceive life, how you look at that situation. You can look at, um, well, let me give you an example that's recently happened to me. 
I had a sty come on my eye. I sound like a poet, don't I? I am not poetic. And it was on the outside of my left eye. And a sty can be very, very uncomfortable, even painful if it gets large enough. And um, I did everything I knew to do. And finally, the silly thing went away. Well, about less than a week later, on the exact same spot, but on the inside of my eye, I got a sty. So this weird. It's got to be a connection here. That thing got so big that it very much resembled the end of a pen where you, you click a, a writing pen to open and close it so you can write, you know, that piece that sticks up at the end that moves. That's pretty much what my style looked like, and it was getting bigger and bigger. I had to have a little surgical procedure to remove it. It had actually started to grow through the eyelid to the outside. It's just crazy. And it's uncomfortable, and I had to do drops every hour for three days. That's fun. My alarm going off every hour. Not at night. I just wasn't doing that. And it is getting better. And I was uncomfortable. I could have said, oh my word, you just don't know how uncomfortable I am. My, my eye is so scratchy and um, now it's getting a little bit better, but the sky, the sty is gone, but now there's a scab and it scratches my eye. And you know, all those things would be true. And I did think all those things periodically. But then I would stop and think about some of you guys and the caregiving journeys that you're on or some of my friends who are dealing with cancer and you know what boy did my sty suddenly seem to not be so bad yeah it was something I prefer not to deal with for sure but the victim mentality I refuse to have now I may not be so good when the situation is more dire or maybe if you know, the diagnosis is very unpleasant to hear. I may not be so good. I may need you to remind me. But for right now, I am trying to have a good outlook on life. And I know that's hard in your caregiving journey. Boy, do I know that's hard. But it's hard in all of life, whether you're caregiving or not. But it is necessary. And your victim mentality will cause a negative response in your loved one. But your positive outlook will bring a positive response result in your loved one and which do you want which is going to feel better on them which is going to feel better on you and you're going to feed off of each other so if we can at all have that upbeat uh life is good mentality then life will be good it will certainly be better than it was you know i think about the apostle paul who was in prison he was beaten i mean how many times was this man beaten and he was finally killed for his faith but he said i have learned in all things to be content say what how'd he do that in all things to be content well see it wasn't that he loved being beat it wasn't that he thought oh, i'll be in prison they'll feed me three meals a day which they most likely did not but he had learned to be content knowing that God was in control. He was not. And in his life, his outlook on life was going to be such that he refused to have the victim mentality. Pretty sure I'm not ever going to be that good at it as he was, but I'm working on it. What about you? Blessings and smiles. A special thank you to our sponsors, National Association of Veterans and Families, 800-352-2919 or www.navf.org. Contact them for information regarding benefits for the veteran or the spouse of the veteran. Tell them Carol sent you. National Association of Veterans and Families. They speak veteran, so you don't have to. HD Imports, located in 
Rock Hill, South Carolina, wonderful mechanics for the repair and maintenance of Honda, Hyundai, Acura, Toyota, and Kia. HD Imports, 803-985-0985. I would like to take a special moment and thank you for being a part of Let's Talk Dementia. You can find all of our resources at our website, letstalkdementia.org. Our podcasts, our videos, our books, our blogs, and a form where you can contact me are all right there on the website. I look forward to hearing from you. Blessings and smiles.